This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings engaging video and audio lectures presented by top professors and professionals on a wide variety of subjects to your fingertips. The Great Courses has a collection of lecture series geared towards professionals, including Scientific Secrets for a Powerful Memory, How Conversation Works, Art of Public Speaking, and Influence, Mastering Life's Most Powerful Skill. These series offer great tools and insights for anyone looking to improve their recall at work, hone their presentation skills, or become a better negotiator. And now, for a limited time, The Great Courses has a special offer for Weekly Standard listeners. Order any of these four business and presentation courses for just $9.95. The special price of $9.95 is available only for a limited time, so order today. Go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. There are revelations from emails the State Department has not yet made public, such as an email obtained exclusively by Fox News, which shows an aide to former President Bill Clinton asked the State Department in August 2012 for permission for the Clinton Global Initiative to accept money from a company that had done business with Iran. Petronas, the government-owned Malaysian oil company, would like to send its CEO, Shamsul Azar bin Abbas, to CGI as a paying member. Bill Clinton's director of foreign policy wrote on August 9, 2012. That audio you just heard is from the emails released last night where we learned that Hillary Clinton was trying to figure out how she could take money from a company doing business with Iranian terrorists, giving money to an Iranian terror regime. Is there anyone Hillary Clinton won't take money from? Let's put that question to the Weekly Standards, Michael Warren. Uh, I, I don't know if I can actually answer that, uh, because uh, every time we find out some more information, go through a new email, uh, we find out that that, uh, th- that list uh, continues to grow. I think the one uh, corporation she would not take money from is Chick-fil-A. Other than that, I think it's wide open. <laughs> what else? In all seriousness, a bunch of emails came out. I know we were, things are still developing. What are the juiciest tidbits? What are the things that the average person needs to know uh, that we now know about Hillary Clinton, her job as Secretary of State, et cetera, thanks to this new dump of emails. Well, I think there's sort of two classifications, uh, uh, no pun intended, uh, of of sort of the information we're getting from these emails. Uh, The first is sort of maybe the superficial stuff, the the kind of uh, inside uh, what was going on in Clinton's uh, State Department. Uh, You have these sort of obsequious aides of hers who are, you know, praising her. We've seen these in emails before. We see some more of this uh, again in this new batch, uh, you know, overly praising you did such a great job. Right. Uh, so, so thank you so much for, you know, for, for pointing out that, uh, you know, all these uh, women's issues are so important. So many people, uh, in, in, you know, who work for us don't even recognize that. They roll their eyes, you know, that kind of stuff that, that, that really shows uh, kind of the, <laughs> the ugly side of Washington. You know, Michael, the, the part that made me the saddest was Lanny Davis, who I know a little bit and interviewed many times. And here's a guy who carried the water for the Clintons when it was really hurting people's backs. I mean, when he would look me in the eye and say, I don't know that Bill Clinton had sex with that woman. And here so he's done everything he could do. And even he feels the need. Oh, Hillary, I hate to ask you for any favors at all. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mere worm in your presence. But please, if you could possibly. I'm like, oh, my. Is that really how Mrs. Bill Clinton insists on being treated? I think 
think that's how uh, sort of big wigs, big shots in Washington get treated. Because, look, working for somebody or, or being connected, being in proximity socially or in your career with someone as powerful as Hillary Clinton uh, is, is, is about being in proximity to power. And that makes people act in really strange and embarrassing ways. Uh, so I think that's, that's a big part of what you're seeing. Uh, and, and that's maybe not important, but it's certainly entertaining to read those emails. I would say the second group of emails or the second group of revelations we should take from this is that, uh, again, Hillary Clinton and her campaign, the people around her who have been defending her, uh, have been misleading people about the nature of these emails. Um, you know, again, uh, Hillary Clinton said that, uh, and, and many surrogates have, have backed this up, that uh, there was no classified information that was uh, gone through this homebrew server of hers. Right. Of course, we found out there were more emails with more classified information. They're saying that it was classified after the fact, um, although that's not uh, entirely Entirely clear that that's the case. Uh, some of this uh, information has been classified, uh, but it's uh, giving a D-class date uh, that actually dates back from the origination of the document, which would suggest that it's always been classified. It's only been sort of marked classified by the State Department. Now, I want to stop uh, you right there because I want to make sure that people understand. The information was classified as soon as she got it because it was stuff like, hey, this is where this world leader is going to be, or hey, this is what our the position we're trying to make or hey here's what our intelligence community found out uh, about somebody and That's so right. it was classified as soon as she saw it and now her argument is well nobody stamped it classified for me therefore uh, i was free to send it to any email server in any bathroom i wanted yeah i mean this is is it, it's it beggars uh, belief that that uh, that this stuff would not be classified beforehand uh before the state department read through it said okay this is classified uh the the stamp on the email or the piece of paper or whatever the medium is for the information uh does not give it classification you know classified status it's it's exactly what you said the fact that the secretary of state read it uh, that it was this sensitive information uh there's all different sort of levels of classification uh but again this is something that the Clintons said, the Clinton world said, was not the case. And, and in fact, it is. And we just keep finding more examples of this. Uh, the, the fact that she said that she didn't solicit any, any you, know, you know, sort of advice or whatever from Sidney Blumenthal after he was denied a job in the State Department by, by Barack Obama. Uh, now we find out that she was actually asking for information from Sidney Blumenthal. So let's not, uh, uh, let's not sort of uh, mince words or, or, or try to uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, kind of parse things here. Sure. She has said things that are simply not true, proven by these emails that have come out. And, and, and that's what and, and I wanna, and that's another And that's another important thing to me, because the email thing is, you know, people's eyes glaze over. It gives me a headache. That's why I'm glad you, know, you can help us kind of figure this out. But there are di- easy, direct lies that can be viewed. I was trying to have one device, said a woman whose emails reveal that she was celebrating the arrival of her second device. So she wasn't trying to have one. That, that, that simple explanation that she offered up front was utterly false. And, of course, people like you and we, you know, we rolled our eyes. We knew it was bogus. But now there's no denying it. And it's not a big deal. It just shows she had no qualms about completely making things up. No, that's right. Because uh, because ultimately this was uh, this was not about 
uh, you know, any sort of, uh, okay, we're, we're putting all this stuff out there to be completely transparent and, uh, and all that stuff. It was all, it was all, it was a cover up from the beginning. The whole idea of having a homebrew server, of having a private email address, of having these sort of unregistered uh, devices was to uh, hide what she was doing from, uh, from the public. And they, of course, say, well, we didn't want people going through Hillary Clinton's personal emails. They'd be finding every single, uh, you know, nitpicking all these things. The yoga classes. Secretary of State. She was Secretary of State. She was the highest-ranking diplomat in the U.S. government, uh, and sense of information was was not, was bound was was absolutely coming to that email. Uh, one other thing about the devices, uh, something we learned from this batch of emails, she was uh, getting an iPad so that you add another device to the to the list of devices right. Hillary Clinton had, and uh, apparently it was being referred to as the H pad. So uh, I mean, you really can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Once Hillary has it, it's the H pad. One last thing to me, and and, and we we played the audio up front. The uh, money stuff. I mean, we already saw, you know, Bill Clinton requesting, can I give a speech to North Korea? Are you nuts? Can we give a speech to this East African dictator? Are you crazy? And now can I please have money from a business that was funding Iran and there go and therefore Iranian terror? I mean, I, I just the, the money revelations. Is, do you think that's the part for me? That's the part that sticks. It just shows what the motive for the Clintons appears to be and that there seem to be few lines they won't cross. I think that's the uh, long-term uh, revelation that that sticks in all this, which because it because it it adds to the story that we already know that that this was something where the the, the Clintons and they've done this throughout their political careers are are trading you know their their power and access to power and influence uh, you know for for money and 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 I think so that adds to this all. I think the immediate revelations though that that she was simply being untruthful about what the content of these emails are are going to have and are having the most direct uh, and, and immediate effect to her campaign. All, you see all these polls that say, you know, people don't view her as honest. They view her, the first word they come uh, up with when they're asked about Hillary Clinton is liar. It's all because of this. And and, and that's that's really, really uh, problematic for her uh, her campaign. Well, I'm still stunned that nine people said the first word that came up was murder. And I still think that's more interesting <laughs> than the coverage it's gotten. Uh, Michael Warren, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Thanks so much for listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please visit weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.